Hey everyone, this is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of Iry Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits, where I will be sharing bits of knowledge about self-directed retirement. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of AdBits. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney, founder of IRA Financial. And on today's episode, how to buy a house with an IRA. Pretty interesting topic and wanted to do this because actually had a porter reach out to get a comment on a story on this subject. And I said, you know what? It's a really good topic. I feel like a lot of people out there would want to know a way, potentially, that they can use an IRA to buy a home that they can live in. So let's go through the rules. Let's figure this out together. So in general, traditional IRA, let's start with that. Under 59 and a half, you take money out of your IRA anytime. If it's under 59 and a half, tax, 10% penalty. Over 59 and a half, just tax. Roth IRA, so long as the Roth IRA has been open at least five years and you're over 59 and a half, it's all tax-free. So whatever you pull out of your Roth IRA after 59 and a half, and five years tax-free. Now, if you pull it out before, it's taxable. What's taxable? The earnings on the Roth IRA contributions become taxable and subject to a 10% penalty. So, of course, in a Roth IRA setting, you want to maximize your deferral and you want to be patient and not pull the money out before 59 and a half and before the Roth IRA was over, was open at least five years. However, Roth contributions could be always taken as a distribution tax-free. What does that mean? means if you make a Roth IRA contribution of 5,000 bucks for five years in a row, that's 25,000 bucks. And now that 25,000 is worth 100, you can pull the 25,000 out tax-free, penalty-free anytime. The 75,000 earnings, you're going to need to wait to your 59 and a half and the Roth's open at least five years to pull that money out, the earnings, the appreciation on the contributions tax-free. Now contributions is what you put in the Roth IRA from your earnings. It's not a rollover right? Rollovers come from another retirement account, i.e. another Roth, Roth 401k. Contributions come from your pocket. So how do you buy a house with an IRA? Well, the IRS rules say you can't just use your IRA to buy a house, okay? That would be a prohibited transaction under Internal Revenue Code section 4975. So unfortunately, you can't set up a self-directed IRA, buy a house and live in it. You can set up a self-directed IRA to buy real estate and use that real estate as a passive investment to rent it to a third party or flip it to a third party or hold it, but you can't live in it. You nor a disqualified person, a parent, child, spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, or any entities controlled by such persons. So how do you do it? Okay, a couple ways. So there's also an exception called the hardship distribution. So I talked about all these distribution rules that says, if you take money out of your IRA prior to 59 and a half, you're gonna pay income tax plus 10% penalty. The IRS provides some exemptions to that, not to the penalty, not, excuse me, to the tax part, but to the penalty part. So if you pull your money out based off a hardship distribution exception, you'll still pay tax, but there's an exception to the 10% additional tax. So let's talk about some exemptions like education. 
qualified higher education expense. There's an exemption for IRAs, not 401ks. Same with homebuyer. Qualified first-time homebuyers up to 10,000 bucks can pull money out of their IRA before 59 and a half without a 10% penalty. Still need to pay tax, but no 10% penalty. So that is probably the best option if you need about 10,000 bucks for a down payment and you're under 59 and a half, you can pull the money out up to 10K, pay tax, but no 10% penalty. Okay, so that is a home buyer first time, first time home buyer exemption up to 10K. I wish that would go up higher. It seems like that 10K has been uh, the number for many, many years. It should be hope 15 or 20 because the idea is if you're buying a, a home, it's a long-term investment. So it's probably uh, akin to a retirement account. But anyways, the number stuck at 10K. But the 10K helps, right? If you're buying a home for a few hundred grand and you need to put 10% down or 20K, getting 10K from your IRA without penalty helps, right? You, you, you kind of are able to gather money from other sources and then make that uh, down payment. That, that helps. So um, that's probably your best exemption. The other trick a lot of people do is they start doing Roth IRA contributions at, at a young age, like when you start working in your 20s. And let's say you want to buy a house when you're, you're 32, 33. You start contributions when, let's say, you're 23. You put in four grand a year for 10 years. Now you have 40,000. Let's say you're 40,000 based off you know, 6, 7% rate of return. It may be worth, uh, in 10 years, maybe it's worth 90 grand. And now you can pull away the 40 without tax or penalty and use that as a down payment. And then your money, the appreciation on that 40, let's say the 50 in my example, stills in the Roth IRA, stays there, and it continues to grow as tax-free. So you have now the best of both worlds. You have that deposit that you can use. You don't even have to use a hardship, right? To Roth, you can just pull it out. And then you still have the appreciation on that tax-free contribution that is going to continue to grow in your retirement account, in your Roth IRA without tax. So to me, that's the best way of doing it. The second best is the hardship distribution only for IRAs. It does not apply to 401ks. And that's under Internal Revenue Code Section 72T2F. Don't understand why it doesn't apply to 401ks. It does apply to IRAs. Um, and otherwise, if you need more and you don't have a Roth IRA and you're stuck, then the last resort is just pull the money out before 595 tax, 10% penalty, not your best option. But hey, I understand you want to buy a house. It's super important. It's probably the most important investment you'll make in your life. Um, it's a long-term investment, not just from a financial standpoint, but also from a, a family viewpoint. So I, I get you. If you got to do it, you got to do it. Hopefully your money is grown without tax. So you've gotten power of deferral. And if you got to bite the bullet and pull 20, 30 grand out, whatever it is to, to put down payment to get a mortgage, I got you. Like it's okay. Um, I'd rather you do that than pull that money out to go to Hawaii or buy yourself a Rolex or, or a new car. Like to me, that's a bad investment because you're going to see no return. The Rolex isn't going to be worth much more than you bought it. Your Hawaii vacation is going to be done in two, three weeks. Your car is going to depreciate as soon as you drive it off the lot. So if you use the money and you pull it out to buy a home, um, I think it's fine. Uh, I, I, I wish the home buyer exemption was higher than 10K. I think it's crazy that's 10K. I mean, uh, most people need more than that to buy a home now, um, especially the appreciation since COVID of real estate assets. 10K um, is, is helpful, but uh, it'd be nice if it was 20 or 30. So I still think if, if it's another good 
reason to do a Roth IRA when you're young is build up the appreciation of the Roth, um, tax-free growth. You can pull it out tax-free after 59 and a half, but you can always pull the contributions out tax-free. So if you get in a wedge where you just need some cash to buy a home, you can always pull the contributions out tax-free, still have the appreciation of the Roth, buy your home, and still have your money growing tax-free in a Roth, kind of get best of both worlds. And to me, that's that's pretty much the best option. So there you have it. That's how you can buy a home in the IRA. Remember, you cannot use a self-directed IRA to buy a home to live in it under the prohibited transaction rules under Internal Revenue Code Section 4975. Yes, you can rent it or sell it to a third party. But if you want to live in the home, you want to enjoy it, raise your family, then you're going to have either the hardship if it's an IRA, 10K, the Roth option where contributions can go out tax-free. If you need more than the contributions in the Roth and the traditional, then unfortunately, you're going to need to pay tax and a 10% penalty on what you pull. If you're in the 401k, your only other option is the loan, right? You, if your 401k has a loan option, you can borrow 50,000 or 50% of your account value, whatever's less. So that, that's an option. And then there's actually, instead of paying the loan back over five years, many plans give you a longer period for a home. I've seen 15 to 30 years. So you're kind of giving your own, yourself your own mortgage. So if you have 100K in your 401K and your employer allows for the loan feature, you can borrow 50K and use that to buy a home. Or if you have, let's say 40 in your plan, you can use 20 tax-free, penalty-free to buy a house. You're paying yourself back, right? The interest rate now is prime, which is 3.25% as of June, 2021. And you get tax-free, penalty-free use of the money. You can use it for any purpose, including purchasing a home, you pay yourself back, your plan back. So it's growing at 3.25% rate. And you potentially could even expand the loan terms from five to 15 or 30 years because the code gives you the ability to do so um, for, for a home purchase. So um, those are pretty much your best options. You can't do a hardship home buyer 10,000 and a 401k only in an IRA. So that's the one distinction between an IRA and 401k and using it to buy a house. So hope you, you found uh, this episode interesting. I, I think it was some fun. I, I did a bunch of research on this um, in preparation for uh, writing back to a reporter. So I figured I'd just share uh, what I learned with you. Um, I think it's actually a uh, pretty much an unused gem that a lot of people don't realize, especially the home buyer exemption, uh, but also the Roth feature. Uh, a lot of people jump into the pre-tax IRA for the tax deduction, which I get, I understand, it's good. But if you're young, I think the appreciation uh, is worth more than a current tax deduction, personally. And you also can use the contributions as a tool to, to use to, to purchase a home uh, tax-free, penalty-free. So I think it's, it's better option in that sense as well than the traditional IRA. So anyways, I appreciate you guys uh, listening. Check out my other two podcasts, Ad Mail and Adam Talks, weekly podcasts. I dropped them Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday of each week, and you can pick it up anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, you don't have to look at my face, so that's even better. And uh, check out our YouTube channel, IRA Financial. We drop five videos and three pods a week, and uh, hopefully you'll uh, learn a little bit more and become a better retirement investor and hopefully a wealthier individual when you retire. So there you have it. I hope uh, everything's great. I hope you have a great week and talk to everyone again next week. Mm -hmm.